everyone, and welcome to my first podcast for the Goddess Glow podcast. This is my first podcast, and I'm super excited. And I'm going to be talking about empaths and highly sensitive people. You may have heard this term going around, being an empath or being a highly sensitive person, how they mingle, or do you just hear the term going around, but you don't really know what it means. And so an empath is someone who can feel what other people are feeling. When you come into contact with another person's energetic field, you are able to feel their vibration that they're putting out and that they're emitting, and you're able to feel the emotion that they're feeling. You're able to see what is inside of them. And so there's different types of impasse and what they specialize in <laughs> um, and what they're able to get in tune to. And I'll go over those a little bit later, but an empath or highly sensitive person typically grew up in a environment where they had to anticipate what their parental figure was going to be feeling or parental or guardian figure or whomever in the household, but have inconsistent emotions and typically was chaotic. And they always had to anticipate whether or not, let's say if mom came home and how she was going to be feeling. And so they would have to, or they evolved, their nervous system evolved so that they can know what was going to happen. An impasse, you can feel we're all connected. And so you're able to feel miles away. You can feel someone from across the room right next to you, to across the room, to across the world. If you're that connected, we're all connected, but if you're that in tune with your abilities, you're able to connect and feel what that other person was feeling or is feeling at the moment, even if they're miles away. And again, that has developed because they were in that chaotic environment. They had to, or you, if you're listening to this, then you're most likely an empath or a highly sensitive person. And you had to really anticipate your parental figure and how they were. And so usually a toxic environment for someone to grow up in and can't and traumatic. So if you don't, I mean, some of you might feel like that's normal and it's, well, I can't really say that's traumatic, but if you were hurt in any way, which trauma means to hurt, then you went through a traumatic childhood. You went through traumatic experiences in your childhood. And so that's, you know, you can't just like brush it aside. <laughs> In our society today, we're told to brush our emotions aside. And a lot of wounded empaths will brush their emotions aside because their emotions they feel are invalid. They're not supposed to have their emotions. They're not supposed to feel a certain way because they were told as a child that it wasn't normal to feel the way that they were feeling. <laughs> if they were crying as a little child, like three, four, five, you know, you're getting older, 
you shouldn't be crying anymore. You're a big girl. You're a big boy. Uh, that is invalidating feelings. And if you grew up like many of us, like that, it becomes difficult for an empath to distinguish even what they are feeling because they don't even know what they're feeling because they didn't have something to guide them to tell them how they're, they're feeling. And so if you're a wounded empath, the first step to even dealing with that type of thing is getting in tune with your emotions and to actually start feeling. And once you start getting in tune with your emotions, you are able to go out and you're able to set those boundaries. You're able to have a better protection. And I'll do a little bit more on that later in a different episode for empath protection and setting boundaries That because that's a big thing for empaths and for a wounded empath. And, you know, shifting, the goal is to shift from a wounded empath to a empowered empath. And so empaths are sponges. And so when you go out into the world and you go to the grocery store, when you're an empath, you come out and you're drained, you're tired because you just got done, you know, picking up everyone's vibrations and their emotions and whatever the, that they're going through. And even, and you know, grocery stores aren't always fun, especially if there's long lines and there's a lot of people, then you will feel drained coming out of that store. If you're not protecting, you're not shielding, and you're not setting boundaries with people. It is really important for an empath to, again, get in tune with their emotions so that they can separate and differentiate what they're feeling versus what someone else is feeling. And if you're like me and I attracted you to this podcast, then you most likely have a bunch of anxiety and you may lean more towards an introverted side or you might have uh, the, I think it's ambivert. I believe that's how you pronounce it, (laughs) but you have more of an introvert tendency or introverted tendencies, or you might even identify yourself as an introvert because you just don't want to be around people because it makes you anxious. And the reason for all that anxiety is because you're not able to differentiate between your emotions and someone else's emotions. And when you get set into your emotions and you understand that, hey, these are my emotions. And so all these other emotions that I'm feeling or this anxiety or this overload, I, uh, especially if I'm feeling that anxiety and I'm feeling it usually in my throat or chest area, um, for you, it's probably, it might be different. Get in tune with your body and see where you feel this anxiety bubbling up. If you're a wounded empath or I mean, even empowered empaths will go through it sometimes. I know I get it when I'm at the gym and the gym is already, you know, a vulnerable place. Not a lot of people like they they're going to the gym to work on their something. I don't want to say everyone. I'm not everyone, but to work on their insecurities. And so it's a very vulnerable place and people go in there and they're scared or they're anxious or they're like, am I doing this right? Because no one, you know, working out is such a 
like person to person basis that people feel like they have to be doing things right. And so you pick up all of that anxiety and I know I will. And I have to stop myself sometimes and be like, hey, you know what you're doing, dude? <laughs> like, there's no reason for you to feel this anxious. Is this your emotion or is it someone else's? Because you've done this exercise before. And, and so I have to like talk to myself that way. And sometimes you will have to talk to yourself that way too. Like, take a moment, take a breather, get in tune with your body, get grounded into your body and your energetic field and sort of envision just a bubble protecting you. I, before I go into stores, that's, I shield up and I'll tell you guys how to do that in a different episode. If you're a wounded empath or you don't even know what's going on, you just, you don't know what's going on inside of you typically if you're feeling that anxiety. And so that's why it's so important to just start feeling your feelings. And uh, empaths are usually labeled too sensitive. Me, I do not, I own it. And I'm just like, if I'm watching a movie and I know it's going to be sad, I'm going to be like, I'm going to, I'm going to cry. I'm just going to cry. If there's a sad part in it. I will cry because I am a big baby <laughs> and I do not care. And I'm, I'm, I'm empathic. I'm highly empathic. And so if I'm really into a movie and there is a sad scene, I will be crying and I do not care who is watching. It just means, you know, you have a, it's a gift to be able to have that empathy. Um, you also tend to not like or impasse highly sensitive people. They don't like superficial. They don't like surfacey stuff. They're just like, I'm over that shit. Like, I want to talk about deeper stuff. I don't want to talk about like, you know, like the small talk. I definitely do not like small talk. I understand that, you know, sometimes you have to establish relationships and stuff, but you want to go, you want to go deeper. You don't want to have the mundane, like person to person, same thing over and over thing. And it could be hard if you're in a service industry or, you know, customer service where you have to have the same conversation with people over and over again. And it's just like the same repetitive, like surfacey stuff. And you might not like your job because you don't want to be talking about that. You want to go deeper and you're a healer. And so you do want to go in, you want to dive in and, or a light worker in past, I feel like are natural healers. You want to help people, but you know, sometimes you want to be able to help the right people as an empowered empath. Uh, so there's different types of impasse and certain impasse can feel what animals are feeling. It's like, you know, what animals are thinking. And that's because you get in tune with animals, plants, uh, plants, some impasse get really in tune with plants. Me, especially I have plants all over. I love plants. And it's like, you sort of know what the plants need when they need it. And there's intuitive impasse, there's um, emotional impasse, the one that I've mostly been talking about. And then for me and my uh, abilities that I use in coaching, I uh, can now, since I've developed my skills, I can now feel what or when someone has hit a wall 
And what I mean by that is if they're, you know, on their self-development journey and, you know, spiritual awakening, whatever you want to call it, you're on that path to becoming the highest version of yourself, becoming the best version of yourself. And I can typically feel when someone has hit that wall, they're somewhere and, you know, they either have some limiting beliefs around why they can't do things or they make up excuses or whatever it might be, uh, they hit that wall. And so when they hit that wall, I'm able to feel it and I'm able to guide them to either crush through (laughs) that freaking wall or to, you know, go over it or go around it, whatever that person is needing. And also it helps me guide them. And so if I know that this wall is going to be a hefty wall, (laughs) a thick ass wall, (laughs) I uh, will have to coax them more and more into being comfortable into even going towards that wall, going and diving into that. And uh, you can, you know, impasse as natural healers, we want to go in and we want to help people, but we can only help people that want to be helped, that want to work on themselves. And that's where a lot of impasse sort of falter. They want to help everyone. You can't help everyone. That's just the story. You also should just take in mind that people can only meet you where you have been and vice versa. You can only meet people where you have been within yourself. And so sometimes it's really hard to talk about these things because some people haven't done, haven't, haven't gone through what you've been through. They haven't worked through what you worked through. And so it can be quite frustrating <laughs> especially if you're trying to heal someone. Again, you cannot heal someone. They have to do it. They have to work on it themselves. You have to learn that that you wanting to heal someone and wanting to essentially fix someone and their project, that that is a type of manipulation. And so we want to do away with that. That's a wounded empath type thing. Um, Empaths are wonderful manifestors. You get really in tune with your emotions. You get really in tune with your subconscious mind. And that's where, that's where the magic is, is if you, you know, are able to feel those feelings, you're able to manifest what you want easier because vibrationally you're able to feel that better than most people. Uh, Impasse are living lie detectors. You know, when someone's lying follow your intuition. You're right. (laughs) If you think they're lying, they're most likely lying. And also impasse attract narcissists, not all of them, but typically they attract narcissists or people with narcissistic tendencies. Everyone has narcissistic tendencies, but the ones on the more spectrum, the higher spectrum of narcissists. (laughs) And, um, I've come to find that when I come in contact, it takes some time uh, because, you know, you want to look for the light in everyone and you want to look for the good in everyone. But narcissists will typically, it's just like a blank wall. There's nothing like that can get past that. It's like literally a stalemate. Like you cannot go past that wall whatsoever with 
people, you know, on their spiritual growth, it's different when people have a wall that they can get over. It's like, okay, like I can sort of feel this wall. It can like crumble a little bit, but that narcissist is like a, I don't know, 10 foot. I'm describing how I feel about it. It might be different for you. It's like 10 foot concrete wall. That's like 3000 miles long. (laughs) Like you cannot get past that. Um, and then also impasse need to recharge a lot, get a lot of self-love, self-caring and just recharge, stay away from people. And that's okay. Take your time with yourself, recharge, enjoy some, some plants and some nature. And again, self-care is important and they will attract people in desperate need of healing and light. Oh, I think that's always either wounded or empowered impasse. It's just whether or not you are sticking to your boundaries and setting them and making sure that they are being followed through. And that's you. You are the one that needs to follow through on your boundaries. And so I hope this gives you a insight to what an empath is. And I'm really excited because this is my first podcast. And yeah, I'm so if you want to watch me talking on the video, I mean, you can go to my YouTube, Ray Grillo. But toodaloo for now. Talk to you guys later. Bye.